0: I just bought your mom's house and burned it down.
1: This is episode 70 of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm Alex Jaffe, and if I were a non player character, I'd be the villager who breaks immersion by telling you how to format your inventory.
0: If I were, uh, my name is Tim Rogers, and if I were a non player character, I'd be the guy who uh, uh, tells you what the name of the town is in all of the Dragon Quest games, because I love that guy. Very yeah. helpful guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my
2: name is Frank Cifaldi. If I were a non-player character in a video game, I would be the guy in town uh, running back and forth on a path that makes a joke about how he can't stop walking back and forth.
3: Oh, no, those guys. Oh, so you're the wor- you're the working designs character? Because I was I was almost going to take that guy. Well, I, I mean, you could be a different one. N- they're all basically the same. They're yeah. like, hey, guess what? We're self-referential.
4: <laughs> okay, I'm I'm Brandon
3: Sheffield, and if I were an NPC, I would be the uh, the gruff um, merchant whose uh, place later gets destroyed and is then thankful for uh, for your help.
4: Oh, uh, that's, that, that's a good NPC. There's yeah, actually
0: a, a character in uh, the first Sui game, right? There's like a, a little kid that you can when, when you recruit him, he becomes the guy who stands out in front of your castle and tells people what the name of the castle is, which oh, man, is really awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really awesome. There's, a, there's an equivalent in Suikoden too, as well. So. I like that a lot. Yeah, Suikoden. I want to play Suikoden two again. What the mm-hmm. heck, man? Why can't they put that on something? The end. That's For the people end
1: who are just tuning into the show on episode 70, uh, what I do on this show is I come up with the question and I ask you guys that question. And you yeah. have six minutes to address that question. That's then right. I ask another question, and we keep doing that for a while, and then until I. Until we other... die! Yes, until we die. <laughs> uh, and let us begin the long and infinite process with this question. Alright, I'll weird, hear it. A weird plague sweeps the planet, killing only people involved in the video game industry. Heck yeah. You managed to cobble enough Antidote together to save you and your friends, and okay. also five personalities of your choice. Oh. Which game biz folks do you take with you to the future?
2: Now, how are we defining a friend?
0: Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, people
1: people yeah. within your uh, personal social circle are safe.
0: Okay, so like Miyamoto and Hideo Kojima are my friends, but I don't mind if Kojima dies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so if, if they're like game developer personalities and like... We kind of hang out sometimes. We know each other by name. Like they're yeah. they're covered.
1: Yeah. Let's say your neighborhood in Oakland is safe. Oh, that's different. Oh, I, that's you said friends said. though.
2: I'm yeah. talking about
3: like like friends yeah. in the video game industry who aren't yeah, from Oakland. Yeah. Okay. Like like here's 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 the problem, Jeffy. I'm I'm friends with Swery. Yeah. So, so Swery like is Swery safe? Swery's fine.
1: Yeah. Is Swery safe? Uh, do, you, do you consider yourself like close personal friends with Swery, or just like a celebrity you know?
3: I, I actually said this to. Uh, do you know any secrets about Sweary? I, 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 A, do know secrets about Sweary. There you and, go. Yeah. And, B, anytime he is in an area uh, that he thinks I will be, he sends me a direct message and says, hey, I don't want to hang out with my coworkers. Are you around? Let's hang out. Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: in that case, Sweary is safe. Okay, All so right. that, I, that's I, considered, I had a conversation a with Sweary
0: about eyeglasses in which we both. Uh, like discovered, we own eyeglasses that are from the same brand. So, does that make him my friend? <laughs> no. Well, I've I've oh, already uh, saved him anyway. So yeah. And, and like even if Brandon was on? The, oh, like, that's good. Like, like I think the
2: combined me and Brandon would save Sweary for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. swear's okay, okay. So I guess we could
0: just move on. Shigeru Miyamoto's my friend. <laughs> so. Uh, me and him hang out whenever. Do you know, you know secrets secret of Whenever, whenever <laughs> he's in town, I know. I know how many times he jerked off yesterday, etc. I know a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff about him. What he just he all he ever does is just email me. No, I would say I would save Shigeru Miyamoto if I had Absolutely. to save somebody.
4: Absolutely, I
0: would save him, but uh, not some of the other business people at Nintendo who tell him he's got to be a producer. So I would I would yeah. save Shigeru Miyamoto and hire him at Action Button Entertainment. Well,
2: would you, would, you, would you save uh, Tessica also?
0: Yes. Yes, Takashi Tessica got to be saved yeah. as well. So, so those we to, two,
4: I would hire new? them at
0: Action Button to work on a new game. Yeah. Just to make something new. That's two I would say those two guys, because they're they're both neither of them are allowed to do anything outside of business administration and business development and whatever crap. I would like to see them just make a game. They've probably
2: got another good like two or three games in them.
0: Yeah, that's and they're good. probably really good ones too. Yeah,
3: so that's good. I kind of want to save Vlambeer somehow. Um, so, oh, those guys. Yeah, because I want I don't know. We've only I got three like, individuals left. Choose wisely. I feel like they're they're really good competition for because you know you're gonna have you're gonna have Miyamoto and he's just gonna recruit a whole bunch of dudes and he's gonna make Nintendo games, but I don't feel like that's the kind of person that I'm gonna compete with with okay. my games. I feel like Vlambeer is more the kind of people that I'm gonna compete with. So. But I mean, I'm I'm you're also your... you're also
2: competing with like Cappy, and they're saved because they're our friends.
3: Yes, they're safe. So, yeah. like, you're I right. mean, I, I'm not okay. saying I they're... forgot I forgot about my friends being saved, or uh, I, yeah, I already I forgot about the, that. Part. I think the I
0: think that your friends are saved rule is a terrible rule. I think yeah. we shouldn't let our friends be saved, just us three.
1: I, <laughs> I just want you guys to be happy in the future. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't want to be happy.
4: Wait, I don't I, want, really
0: I don't want, I don't want Nathan Vella to to die.
3: But he's got to. Unless no. you choose to save him. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Right, I'm just so trying to
1: make the bleak future a little bit brighter.
3: Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, it, so it's a lot harder if our friends are not saved. Yeah, because at
2: that point I'm not saving for the sake of video games. I'm saving to save my friends. <laughs> well, yeah, then I'll just save right. my friends.
1: So, I, yeah. it, so it makes we got to go with the original rule. Yeah. That's yeah, we, the we real secret, yeah. not funny reason I did that. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's okay. boring. <laughs> it is boring. It's boring, but it's it's true. Um, right.
2: do we think Yu Suzuki has anything left in him?
3: No.
0: I'm not sure he does. He probably does yeah. He's all you know, right, but uh, you know, if he's he's I wouldn't even say he's in the industry. So. Yeah, that's true. Like what? He so he's probably fine. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Here's
3: a okay. here's a weird one. What about saving Mark Cerny? I don't know if he's going to make video games better, but he might he might well he might make video games in general better. yeah. yeah but not yeah a specific, he's not going to make us the next Mario that is going to blow our brains out, but he might just make all the other games better. (laughs) The next Mario
2: that murders us by blowing our brains out. I want my brains blown out. (laughs) By Mario, by a fat Italian plumber. I I like Mark Cerny as as a, yeah, as a, uh, oh, you know what? Um, Along those lines, we'll write. Like, I still want that
3: brain in games. You know, I don't, I don't think I care about what he wants to make, though.
0: I wouldn't even say he's in the industry right now, him. either. I mean, what is he doing? Yeah, Stupid that's Fun true. Club.
2: Stupid Fun Happy Place Club time.
0: Stupid Fun Club? Is he... Like, he founded Stupid Fun Club when? Like, 2008? Yeah. And they've made... It was what? earlier than that, nothing? I think. 2006. 2006. Yeah, like, and they've made nothing. No, I think it was 2007... Yeah, it was That's when Spore you know, came out, right? Okay. They exactly. did some Why do I know this?
1: That. Guys, you yeah. have uh, two minutes left to decide. Otherwise, the remaining three cures go to waste.
2: I, I, still, I still want to see things come out of Will Wright's brain, even though I don't want to play. I'm kind of similar right. to Mark Cerny, so I, I'm, I want to vote for Will Wright. Hmm. Will Wright,
3: guys?
0: I think I'm, Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. Those are the only two I really care about, yeah.
3: Yeah, and well, and so with thir- with Cerny, that would be three. Yep. Um, yeah, it's four. One more, guys. Wait, we need. Cliff- we need Clifford Clifford Blazinski. We need a really good programmer guy. I think There's a lot of those. So uh, there's there programmers of... in uh, yeah, in the technology yeah. industry. You you could pick you could poach
1: those yep. from other stuff. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I guess. What about like? No, you want to say know. Carmack? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, Carmack Tim, is. I I was thinking of Tim Sweeney. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you He's got that Unreal Engine, yeah. He could he could build us some engines that we'd make, you know, yeah. make things with. I'm good Unreal with Tim Sweeney Engine if 5. you guys want to just call it.
0: If he would make a Unreal Engine 5, and then we could have Super Mario 65 in Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On on a, a PlayStation 5 by uh, Mark By Sarny. Mark Cerny,
3: yeah. Yeah, uh, right. more, so, more like Fun Real Engine. And Will Wright will yes. play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Will Wright will be the level designer. There so we've go.
1: got uh, Shiggy, Takash, Cerny, Will, and Sweeney. I'm good at that. Yeah. All right. I
0: think Cerny I'll and Sweeney it. should start a company called Cerny and Sweeney, or Swerny.
4: Yeah, Swerny. And Swery Swerny. can work yeah. for them. Get your Guys, on. Swery, yeah.
0: Swery can work for Swerny.
4: Guys,
1: yeah. I have good news. I've already released The Plague, and it is now only a matter of time.
4: Oh, oh that's
1: no. cool. Okay, next time. we can to start that company. Woo! Yeah. Swerny have Computer Entertainment. Have there been uh have there been video game sequels which have surpassed their predecessors in quality on a lower budget?
0: Oh. Oh, that's an interesting question.
1: Hmm. Because That's
0: why I asked it him. Sequels that surpassed the original in quality, uh I dare say that that is a uh, for the first couple years of big video games, which you know oh, yeah. arguably starting with the NES, that was just that was so the, the standard. Role. Yeah, you know, the sequel yeah, was true. always better.
2: But yeah. there's always bigger budget, right? Yeah, there was always. Yeah, a bigger Yeah, we kind of
3: need though. to know the the budgets of yeah. these things, which is hard to know. There's,
2: I mean, I, I'm very few like sequels that are lower budget are even coming to mind. Like, uh, I don't know, like the the way forward Blood Rain game was probably cheaper than other
3: ones. Uh, oh yeah, if if it's if games that switch developer can. Yeah. Run
2: that's a sequel,
3: yeah. Yeah, the, the original form of
1: this question was game sequels on lower budgets, but I didn't walk uh, talk about way forward the whole time.
0: Yeah. Oh, WF, yeah, you don't want to talk about those guys that much at all.
3: Yeah, um, more
0: like way backward, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: It's, a, it's a pretty significantly more like that. Oh, yeah, it's about ninety-nine percent more like that. Yeah. yeah a get whole back. Whole bunch more. Get
0: back in the barn, boys, is what I would say to them. <laughs> Get back in the barn and lock the door.
3: Way forward. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah.
0: Excellent. That's right. So, yeah. yeah, games with lower budgets. Um.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Day of the Tentacle came in under Maniac Mansion's budget, because Maniac Mansion
0: had two years of engine development.
1: Is that a sequel? Yep. Yeah, it's okay. called Maniac Mansion 2, colon, Day of the Tentacle.
0: Did this not know is, that. Yeah, it is it is a sequel. I think this is a. I I think this is an example. I think. But I I mean this is difficult to articulate, but I think that Final Fantasy twelve cost less money than Final Fantasy ten. And I think that Final Fantasy twelve is better.
4: Yeah. than Final mm-hmm. Fantasy
0: Ten. Also you. also Final Fantasy X definitely cost less money than Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven cost a huge amount of money. They spent tens of millions of dollars on it.
3: Also, I would say that Final Fantasy XII co- probably costs less than Final Fantasy XI.
0: Yes, that is true as well. And yeah. it probably costs more than Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Final Fantasy VII's budget was $50 million, $60 million, something like that. It was a really big budget for a video game. So,
3: there you go. Shenmue II was cheaper than Shenmue
0: I. Yeah, that, that is true as well. And I was about to say that the uh, Ryuga Gotoku as it is in Superior Nihongo. Uh, yeah. The Yakuza games are sort of a spiritual sequel to the Shenmue games because they're picking up on the same little environment with a lot of nooks and crannies in it kind of thing. And they are of like much, much just astronomically lower budget. And I think they're better games because they're more uh, more gamey. They're more together. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And also
3: more like Crooks and Nannies.
0: Yeah, crooks. <laughs> Yabba-dabba-dozer. <laughs> so yeah, those um, fi- those Final Fantasies, I think, are a really good example. Uh, and then I guess Final Fantasy thirteen cost a whole bunch of money and was worse than the ones before it.
3: I kind what of you- wonder if things like... You know, Fallout New Vegas cost less than Fallout 3, because Fallout yeah. 3 was a, was, a big, that was a big leap. They had I'm to do sure a lot it of did, because, It must yeah.
0: have. They just used it was a different developer stuff. as well. Yeah, yeah
2: that is a, a great example. I find New Vegas significantly better as a game yeah. than 3. I
0: wonder if Skyrim cost less than uh, Oblivion, and I I don't like either of them, but Skyrim is a lot better than Oblivion.
1: How do you think the numbers break down on the first six Mega Man games for the NES because they're all basically using the same assets, I imagine, oh that man, you yeah, got the engine built,
0: I wouldn't it's... be surprised if they were uh they were just churning them like butter right yeah. once once they built the churn and they poured in the milk,
4: but they know. didn't exactly
3: surpass they didn't do a whole lot of surpassing in that uh, from they, from I think Mega two, man, they did,
0: yeah, I think Mega Man four and five are real good, and Mega Man Six is real good,
2: but they don't uh, like significantly surpass two and three.
0: Yeah, but I mean if we're if we're holding them up to a holistic design standard. Oh, Majoras mask. Bam. Cost less money Ooh, than yes. a of time. There you go. There you go. Perfect. That's definitely. There you go. That had to have cost less money cuz it's just a whole bunch of reused crap.
1: You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: that's that's how we got to think. I think is is mm-hmm. is reused stuff for like same engine sequels
0: cuz that's yeah. that's
2: that's where the gold
0: is here. Oh, Grand um, Theft Auto maybe? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. yeah. That was that, um, that re I, I I think that was lower budget. But they didn't have was, Ray Liotta as the main character in that game.
2: I've I've heard that Mario Galaxy Two is better than one. I have played. Mario it, but...
0: Galaxy Two is astronomically better than Mario Galaxy okay. One. Yeah, and it was is, probably cheaper.
1: Is Super Mario Brothers the Lost Levels better than Super Mario Brothers? No. No I've heard, I've heard the argument.
0: No. I've heard the argument as well, and I'd be willing to talk about it in detail. Later, but uh, uh, here's here's one, and maybe this doesn't count, but uh, I think that the uh, the New Zelda on 3DS, which I still haven't played, I have it shrink wrapped behind my keyboard so that I have to look at it all day while I'm working, which is terrible, it's a really bad idea. Uh, I think that that's probably better than Skyward Sword, the most recent big Zelda game, and it probably cost a, a fraction of the budget.
2: Is it a sequel to Skyward Sword? No,
0: but but it's a a sequel to Zelda.
2: Yeah, but it's also, uh, I don't know, I I would only count the portable ones if you're doing that. Like, I think they probably budget portable different
0: than home. Yeah, maybe, but it's getting, I don't know, I don't know. The lines are blurring, I agree.
1: Uh, Link's Awakening was a sequel to A Link to the Past, Um yeah. yeah, but I still that.
2: wouldn't know, especially back then. I think the right. Portal games had a lower budget, just no matter what. I, they I, did I have
0: a, a lower budget. Now, actually, this Link Between Worlds is a in Japan is just called Zelda Link to the Past 2. Nice. That's kind of hot. Or yeah. Kami Gami no Triforce 2 in the <laughs> Superior <laughs> Nihongo. It, it, it's superior indeed. Uh, Kami Gami I... no Triforce. Oh, also, I have these two games on my shelf here uh Secret of Mana and Secret of Evermore, and I know they're not sequels, mm-hmm. but I think Secret of Evermore costs less money. And I, I mean I can tell by them using the same font on the box that uh they're trying to make you think there's that it's a sequel. And mm-hmm. I, I mean and the art is similar. We've got a character in the yeah. foreground looking at an object in the background. Uh I think they're oh. trying to make you think it's a sequel and I would say that it's a superior game, and it probably if costs we're a lot counting,
1: less if, if we're counting seven, ten, and 12 as sequels, then I think we can count the secrets of as sequels. Secrets of, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going
2: to go um, every iteration of Street Fighter 2. Mmm. Yeah. Ooh. Like, at least Champion was cheaper than 2, I'm sure. And <laughs> Turbo was cheaper than Champion, I'm sure.
0: Oh, man, Turbo is uh, always cheaper than Champion. This is sup-
2: super yeah. might have been more than, like, Champion. I don't know. Super
0: Super was a completely redone art and yeah, uh, yeah. Super was expensive new characters Super new, was probably super more music. expensive than two honestly yeah Maybe. probably I think so I think okay super so was. so I'm gonna say Champion but and Super and Turbo. Turbo Grandmaster yeah. Challenge is go. not cheaper than Super How
2: about Ultimate uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat Mortal three Kombat. versus Mortal Kombat three Ultimate Mortal
0: Kombat three is uh much better. Man, I think Mortal Kombat 3 was probably lower budget than Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because they just had their method worked out. Yeah. Because they're just filming guys in front of a blue screen. They didn't even know to make the screen green back then. That's amazing. <laughs> I
1: haven't gotten that part yet.
0: So, yeah. I think Majora's Mask is uh, my definitive answer. Uh, and it's just a case I, of the game, the game design being more ingenious... I think even if you don't like a Zelda game, you can look at the game design of that and be like, hey, that's neat. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Uh, I think that's a pretty great answer. Let's move on.
0: Uh,
1: Here's a uh, game design challenge topic uh, that I haven't done in a while. So here's one of those right now. Oh, GDC. Design a video game uh, to be played for 24 hours straight without stopping.
0: Oh man, it's real time, obviously. Yes.
4: Yeah. It's
0: Twenty-four, the video game. Hmm. Starring Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> or that. Kiefer Sutherland. Right. That was a good joke. Kiefer Keith? Sutherland.
3: Keith or Sutherland. Kiefer or yeah. <laughs> Sutherland.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um. That could be cool, but I mean, like the real time thing is is intriguing. Um, I think I would. Uh, split it into four hour chunks as opposed to one 24 hour game. So like you're playing the same four hours over and over again. Uh, So it's more of a Groundhog Day thing than 24. And you get six chances?
0: Yeah. Groundhog 24, is that what it's called?
2: Grandhog 24.
0: (laughs) Grandhog Auto?
2: Grandhog 24 (laughs) Auto. (laughs) Um,
4: Groundhog Auto.
2: (laughs) That's as far as my brain's gone. (laughs) But uh, I'm more, I'm much more intrigued by playing the same solid four hours from six different Rashomon perspectives than I am by one 24-hour
0: narrative. Yeah, I'd like that one too. Yeah, I would say why not make it 12 Angry Men the video game and you live the same two hours from every yeah. Year. I like every that. every one of the 12 jurors. Yeah, how's that?
4: So uh, except for-
2: I mean, you don't you don't want it to literally be in. Like, like There's a, a one jury, room. jurors room. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> you don't it yeah, to actually not. be twelve angry men. But what like, if
4: it was like concept. twelve angry?
1: What if it was like twelve angry men meet psychonauts, where you go into each of the jurors' heads and convince them using uh, kind of like visual metaphors? What's yeah, that's...
2: Well, that. I mean, that that sounds cool, but that kind of loses the whole like playing the same scenario from different perspectives thing because it's more. Yeah. Just getting in someone's head, and like, rather than, like, what you're suggesting is rather than experiencing life as them, you're going in and affecting them.
0: Fair enough. So, I think that seems different. I, I wouldn't mind there just being a game that was, uh. I mean, I always have this idea when I'm thinking about, uh. social games or I'm seeing a social game on Facebook that people are playing, uh. Is I, I like the idea of a game that you just kind of check in with every once in a while.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, I think it would be cool to design a social game, like a Facebook-style Facebook game that messages you, you know, and tells you when something has changed or when something is ready, right? And it's like a 24-hour narrative, and it's just like one day of a game, you know? Or or it's like guaranteed from the start to have like a story arc and an ending, but like use the social game game design metaphors and styles and templates to tell an actual story in a game I don't know why somebody doesn't do that so it wouldn't necessarily be a sit and stare at it for 24 hours game but it's like it's just kind of dosing out the story to you.
2: you what are you doing between just living your life
0: yeah, just living your life. It augments your okay. life. Maybe you're getting friendly letters from a character who's I think yeah, I mean that that sounds cool, but I think I'd like um there's
2: there's that there are those people who will like slow down a Beethoven symphony to be just like horrifi- horrifically slow that like yeah. last twenty four hours and they sort of like Lay there and listen to it and have this weird spiritual experience. Did you know,
0: Frank, that there is a church in Germany that is playing John Cage's composition as slow as possible, uh, at a speed so slow that it will take 639 years to complete, and it started I didn't in 2001. That. I didn't know so that. It's really cool. One, one of my plans is to go there and hang out in that church someday. Until but, it's uh, maybe, over. Me and Brent Porter were talking about, yeah, yeah, until the end, about uh, how you could time it to get there during a chord change, which the chords change every couple months. Yeah. I think that would be cool. That
2: would be cool. uh, Like, the point is that, like, people do that, like, in a 24-hour stretch, I think, and sort of come away with having this, like, spiritual experience. So I think I want something that actually makes you shut the rest of the
0: world off and experience it for 24 hours because you're never going to replay it. So first of all, first of all, the game has to be good. Right? Of course. It has, to be, it has to be a pretty good game. Uh, so, second of all, I've played some games for 24 straight hours. Like, have you ever played a game for 24 straight hours, Frank? Because I know nope. I have. Really? I've played Valkyria Chronicles on the PlayStation 3 for like, well over 30 straight hours. Me and and my, record's like, my record's like nine. I played that one uh, nine, nine hours? Wow. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely played for like 24 straight hours. It was cool. Um, I I played through that Walking Dead game pretty fast. Uh, I liked that. I think that our 24-hour game would have to be like a real-time Walking Dead-style adventure game, and it just has to be good, you know? And it's 24 hours, and it's in real-time, and you've got to make these real-time decisions. And then you shoehorn in some kind of spiritual experience. You get the action out of there. You know, you don't, sure. you don't have to shoot or kill anything. You're just kind of looking around at some stuff.
3: And I mean, there's How games. How would you like, deal with uh, death and consequences and stuff?
0: Oh well, you just wouldn't. I mean, there wouldn't be oh. death. There would be there sure. would be consequences, but not death. And there would be uh, multiple story threads. Uh, as many as possible without having to record a whole bunch of audio. I mean, I'm thinking games like Disaster Report and Raw Danger would be the right. C- I know you can die in those games, but that's the right
1: kind of template for a story like this. All right. Uh, let's move on. What? Yes, uh, we are finished. Complete this sentence. There are two kinds of people who play video games blank and blank.
0: Whoa! Whoa, people who like Mario and people who, for some reason, prefer Bonk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there are two people who play video games, everyone in friend. Hey, you know, I somebody, think there's
3: some other people out there. Somebody some tried to tell me a
1: couple weeks ago, somebody tried
0: to tell me that there's nothing good about Mario that is not in every other platformer. And it's like, what... I didn't think that type of person existed. There's definitely some good stuff about Mario. Period. The end.
3: Yeah, Mario's okay. So there are two kinds of people: people that think there's good stuff about Mario, and people what don't. Yeah, and then that <laughs> it, one. It's that really one easy to make a bunch of these. Doesn't. You yeah. just make a whole bunch of these binaries because there are also it. two kinds of people: yeah. people that people that love the Valis series, and people that don't. People
0: I could actually who, uh, I could write a mathematical proof for how uh the existence of uh. This whole trope of there are two types of people in the world—people who blank and people who blank—the existence of that in itself mathematically proves that there are more than two types of people in the world.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: By the way, I'll do that later if anybody wants me to. But I think yeah, it's okay. I don't going. think anyone that, really wants you to. I need a, I need an infographic if you do. It so. would be oh well, there would definitely be like four or five of those because okay. that's how you.
3: Speaking logic. of those kinds of tropes, I was really I was recently enjoying someone. Someone's dislike of the trope of you know twenty things to do before you die and twenty places mm-hmm. to see before you die, and it's like, yeah. how? What? What are these things that you're planning to do after you die that you need to be so specific about doing them before that?
0: <laughs> Did you see that that Tumblr that I link? I guess you saw that Tumblr I linked you to. There's one that's yeah,
3: like nine hundred nine
0: hundred animal birthdays to. Uh, to yeah. visit before you die <laughs> the, like, yeah. like,
1: the thing <laughs> is uh, that uh, after you die you're going to be a ghost and uh, ghosts don't have thumbs so they can't play video games so you got to play a certain amount of video games before you die or else you're not going to get the chance again in fact yeah. you don't know in
0: Apparently, ghost oh, yeah. thumbs um, so two types of people who play video games those uh, who admit it and those who don't people who like Sonic and people who like Mario
1: Everyone likes one and not the other.
0: No, you gotta you've got to choose. It's like Elvis or the Beatles, according to uh, Uma Thurman in the outtakes from the film Pulp Fiction. Uh, you have to choose Elvis or the Beatles. You can't. You can like both of them, but you have to like one more. Sonic and Mario. I think, I think Mario. The,
2: act, the actual one is the. Uh, well, this isn't what she says, but I think the actual argument is Beatles and Stones. I think they got that one wrong. Oh no! God,
3: that's oh, easy. You, think that's, you think that's No, think that's the actual No, Of course, argument? it's easy. <laughs> Because the Rolling Stones suck balls, and Correct. the Beatles are pretty good. The Rolling,
0: the Rolling Stones are some goddamn cartoon music. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like sometimes you'll just like be watching a Martin Scorsese movie, and then a Rolling Stones song just kind of like poops itself on top of the movie, <laughs> and it's just steaming there. And it's like, oh, yeah. there's there's that song. You
4: know, I,
0: I guess I guess that song's in there, and it's like. I can sort of understand why you would like that, but I don't like it that you would. <laughs> you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So that I think you're right, Frank. That Beatles versus Rolling Stones is the real thing. But Uma Thurman in the outtakes of the movie Pulp Fiction yep. does say, uh, "Elvis or the Beatles."
1: So is uh, Mario versus Sonic the Beatles versus Stones equivalent? I or think it's
0: the, I think it's the the, the Elvis. I think it's is it the Elvis versus Beatles? Who's the Elvis and who's the Beatles?
2: Oh, Mario's definitely Elvis in this scenario. Do you Mario think so? Elvis? Yeah, cuz Sonic no. is the more No, Sonic is the more like disruptive one that tried to like
0: change stuff to be looser.
1: Yeah, I guess that's uh, true. Yeah, and he's more true. pop songy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would like, rather we uh we use superior Nihongo bands to uh explain
2: like, this binary
0: though. That's not gonna you know, work. You, you
2: always do the jazz versus classical thing, and Mario is definitely classical to Sonic's jazz.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. More so, uh, anyway, there are two types of people in the world people who like Dragon Quest and people who like Final Fantasy.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's right. There are two types of people in the world people who like Street Fighter and people who like King of Fighters.
0: Oh, mm. King of Street Fighters would like kind of unite them all if they had King of Street yeah. Fighters.
4: Uh, that's what we like, should I call like that Capcom, Capcom
0: versus SNK yeah, that,
4: that's yeah, a for yeah, guys yeah yep.
0: King of Street Fighters mm-hmm. there are two types of people, video gamers those who like Street Fighter and those who like Fighter's History Dynamite
3: I like that game but I like Actually, both of them
0: yeah but you gotta choose one.
3: Oh well I'm gonna choose Street
4: Fighter wow.
2: well according wow. to the internet there are two types of people who play video games those who buy one console mm-hmm. and those who buy a different console Oh yes. yeah, that's definitely but, but true. There are, but
1: yeah. there are, there's more than two consoles. No, there's, there's three not. Right
0: now. There's three there's now. There's only two. There's PlayStation there's Four, two. Xbox One, PlayStation Three, Xbox 360, and Wii U, and they're all black rectangles, except the PlayStation Four, which uh, is kind of sideways. Hmm. Kind of parallel. Rectangles
3: can that. be sideways. I don't know if you knew that. You can put them yeah. up sideways,
0: but then that's dangerous.
1: Yeah. Recta- rectangles are sideways food.
0: So, I like rectangles. Rectangles, Ralph. Rectangles. <laughs>
4: rectangles.
2: <laughs> so uh, I think, I think
4: one, one, one more binary. Okay. One more
2: binary. One more? No. There are two, okay. types of people,
3: <laughs> uh, two types of people in the world. There, there are those that like one video and ball zero. and those that like guns for it. Oh. Nope.
0: Pick a side. <laughs> no, it's only video ball. There are two types of people in the world. Those who like video ball and those who haven't played video ball.
4: <laughs> honk, honk, honk. Oh. <laughs> All Actually, right. I Here think
3: people will like both of our games, possibly. What? Yeah, let's but they're have, different.
4: Let, let's they help our different.
3: listeners out. Okay.
4: Uh,
1: as children around the world will be getting their new generation consoles in a few short weeks for Christmas... Give our listeners some creative but uh, home-safe insults to sling back at them on live multiplayer games.
4: Oh!
2: Oh! You are not very good at this video game.
0: Flank! (laughs) Uh,
3: Uh, One thing thing I've employed is try try a different language than the one that they're speaking. Yeah. insult them in a in in Spanish. Why not?
0: Try try Russian. Yeah. That might get you Everyone... uh, booted
2: from Xbox Live <laughs> though. Actually, um just what just say whatever you're going to say but say it in a British accent and you'll be way more clever.
0: Oi, there, bab. <laughs> Oi, babe, babe, be- bab there be- Like yeah, that. They'll be, they'll be like, that's,
2: "Whoa. That's I was it. just <laughs> I was just owned somehow."
0: I just got owned by a child. <laughs> Um, when
3: I was uh, I was I was playing Halo three with my friend Chris Ford, who is the guy that wrote a movie called uh called Robot. Robot and Frank. That movie's on Netflix and,
0: now as of last week, by oh, the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. watch it. It's pretty good. It popped in the uh the new releases section last week.
3: Wanna watch What's that? that movie? And also this movie called Clown that's coming out real soon. But anyway, know, I... um we were playing the Halo three and there were these um Mexican dudes that we were playing against, and I know they were Mexican because they were speaking Mexican Spanish, and they were just stupidly good at this game. There were It was five on five, and, and we were playing the uh, capture the flag thing, and at any given time when we would be at one of their nodes we were supposed to control, there would be two of them there. Like, any... All everywhere, always, but there are only five of them, and there are six nodes, and it was impossible that there were would always be two of them, but there were. So, uh <laughs> um, wait. Before this, speaking of the British accent thing, we were playing against some some British teams, and uh, and so Ford was saying, "When I grow up, I I never want to grow up. I want to be a boy and play forever." And they were like, you start off with your bollocks. And because uh, they had these really high voices because they were 12 and they were just these little kids. And so then later... Oh, those like, kids, yeah. Yeah.
0: Then later when we were
3: playing with the Mexican dude, uh, he kept with his British accent uh, when he was trash-talking them. But then he started do it, trying to do it in Spanish and he was like, Chinga tu madre. and uh, Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it was it was pretty good and then one of them came in and he was like fuck your mother
4: <laughs>
3: it all, it all came, and everybody was laughing and everyone was actually having a good time and I was like man this insult stuff is is really not so bad actually on here It's
4: actually
0: uh you know people talk then, about the uh, the insults online it's not actually that bad sometimes you have some fun with it as long as you don't yeah. say any genuinely terrifying hateful things yeah, that one, so with, that one. So that one was fun, but same then same weird stuff. Imme-
3: oh, sorry. Im- yeah. Immediately after the fun times, these dudes came in uh, that were uh, even more 12 than the guys before, and they Closer. were just like ra- racial epithets and uh, and you know, gay stuff. And, like everybody's a faggot now, and I was like, oh, gay there stuff. it is, and then we turned it off.
0: Yeah, they always they always bring out the gay stuff. Bring I got called. I got called a a very racial word the first time I ever played an Xbox Live game online within three seconds. I I got somebody shot me and then called me a race word. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: What? uh, Like a marathon runner?
0: Yeah, they called me a marathon runner.
1: They called you a sprinter?
0: 100-meter dasher.
3: Nice 100-meter like, dash,
4: jerk.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's that's a good thing to do, racism, where you're no. just uh, – <laughs> uh, be a racist and, like, shoot people and say – call them 100-meter dasher or a 50-meter yeah, <laughs> dasher. 50, 50, take, take that, hurdler. <laughs> there you go. Shoot yeah. somebody and be like, take that, hurdler.
2: You know what? It'd be cool to look up like antiquated insults that no one actually says anymore. That are you like, like like scallion. Yeah, yeah, I like think, like, uh, like 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 go Mr. Burns on them. You know, like that <laughs> would be
0: fun. I think we have a really good time in video ball. Uh, one thing that I've instructed my video ball players to do in public is to ignore and uh, not use any common esports terminology. Right. To, uh, to intentionally ignore and uh, not use that stuff, to, to understand it and avoid it so that we can make our own language. And uh, I think we've been having a really good time with that. We've been saying stuff like, I just bought your mom's house and burned it down. It's like, what does that <laughs> even mean? It, it means that you, uh, you possessed a geometrical angle that uh, was irrefutable at the point that you took your shot. So you owned the real estate of the whole... Side of the field that you were shooting at, like little things like that. We've had a good time just making stuff up. So I would say, know what people say, and just try to say new stuff. Have some fun with words. Why doesn't anybody want to have any fun with words anymore?
1: Yeah. The end.
0: I agree with That's that. That's what I say.
1: Mm-hmm. Have a
0: whole bunch of fun with it.
1: Yeah. Why? Why just have words with friends? Have words with enemies as well.
0: Yeah. Have words with fun. Have fun with friends and fun with words and words with fun.
1: All right. Here's a question from listener All Monsters.
0: Hey, what's up All Monsters?
1: He said <laughs> All Monsters asks or maybe All Monsters ask. Uh oh, you're going yes. out for lunch with a girl and she wants to eat at a restaurant from a video game. Where
3: do you take her? What a noob.
0: So, wait a minute, wait a minute. By a girl, is he implying that I am, like, in a romantic involvement with this girl? Because that immediately makes me uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or is this, like, someone I'm meeting for the first time? This is important.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the rules? Here?
1: These are all the details all monsters provided.
2: Well, you are the host, so you got to make a call.
1: I'm gonna say that it's a uh, potentially romantic situation. Let's see how it goes. So well, let's so say the first I'm, I'm first gonna, time meeting, right? I'm gonna yeah. lay down
0: the rules. Uh, uh, let's say this is like the the second time you're meeting her, because okay. that's like okay. when you go to a more. Because the first yeah. time you meet somebody, you're gonna take them to like a coffee shop, and you're not gonna be right. like, she's not gonna ask you. Uh, can you think of a place that's like yeah. this the first on time, the first right?
1: D- on the first date she says, hey, did you hear about that vortex to the video game world that opened up? Uh, I'd like to go to a restaurant from a video game next time. And year. so
0: then so then you go home and you you jerk off about halfway and then you stop and you go, I'm going to think of a restaurant for the next time,
4: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then you go yeah. to
0: bed. You slap yep. yourself in the face until you fall asleep. Yep. And then we all do. And then when you wake up, you have a basic idea of where you yeah. want to go. I assume, so, let's so, see. You, so, you, so you're back on Okay right, it. Right, like, like, like humans. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, what's the, uh, so what's the restaurant? Oh, boy. Um, does it have to be a specific restaurant from a video game, or does it just have to be a video game that we think would have a cool restaurant to eat at? Because mm. I think the latter is I think by
2: problem. I think by his rules, by, by, by All Monsters' rules, uh, it is a specific
0: restaurant. That's how I read it heard it. That's how I, I inferred it. I like the idea of what video game would just have cool restaurants in it. That, so that's I a like,
2: much better question. I agree.
0: In, the, uh, in the desert town of I think it's Bledavik or however it's pronounced, in Xenogears, uh, uh, there's a restaurant you can go sit down in that it's like up an alleyway and up some stairs and like around a corner and you go in and you can sit in the restaurant and order food and uh. There's like a fish aquarium in the restaurant. you can rotate the camera and there's like a whole bunch of people in there and it's a it's one of the biggest most lived in looking towns that I've ever seen in a video game and it's neat that there's a restaurant you can sit in and order food, and your characters sit there eating also in the game Grandia, you eat at a lot of restaurants there's mm-hmm. always the dinner scene in the like when you arrive in a new town, your characters all want to go to the inn right away, and there's a dinner scene where you talk to the characters so I would just I would go somewhere in Grandia I think because all those restaurants are so colorful and weird looking and uh, I just wanted to yeah. hang out there. The and first Grandia.
2: Is a, it's a date. Like I want to find a restaurant that has an outside seating in a really interesting town. So yeah. Like I can't think of many. Like I've seen some really pretty screenshots of like Final Fantasy Nine places. Maybe somewhere there.
0: Yeah, Final Fantasy Nine has a whole bunch of neat neat places. Yeah, it, it's big on towns as well. Right.
4: Um, it's really so big on towns. That's where my mind's
2: going. Then is more scenery than like assuming the food's going to be good.
0: See, because I don't want to. I I don't want to say like a boring thing like some Shenmu has some places yeah. to eat noodles or whatever. It's like yeah, it's like just go to Japan or yeah. China. That's like you know, if there was a portal to a video game world, I'm sure it could drop you off in China. Or whatever, <laughs> but uh, I, I feel if like, people
2: chose Shenmue,
0: it'd be like, really? <laughs> like, so was, I I oh, like yeah. I like the kitchen in this the giant in castle in Blue Dragon. Does that count? Can I eat at the kitchen? Can I eat at uh the banquet hall of the the Blue Dragon big castle in like the first big castle town?
1: Can You'd I probably eat? Probably be at for being a
0: commoner. Uh, can
2: I eat at, I can I at, at the dining time. hall in in a Harry
0: Potter game?
1: Yes. Uh, no muggles allowed, no. Frank. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, see, you're muggles. It's true. You're goddarn muggles. Muggles uh, before juggles, yeah. as they say. Because like any, any, any <laughs> girl
2: I've ever dated is liked Harry Potter, pretty much. So. Oh, yeah, that's old, a safe bet. You
0: yeah. know what I have to say? That's your problem, Frank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I only hang out with girls who prefer <laughs> the Hunger Games.
1: There are two types of girls girls who like The Hunger Games and girls who like Harry Potter.
3: I did, in fact, stop watching the Harry Potter films because um, I was not dating anyone at the time that the last one came out.
4: Yep. Oh, SDBU. So, well,
3: I, I guess I don't have to see this one. Cause, so uh, you don't know what happens at the end of the Harry Potter series? No, and I was, I was actually, you know, I enjoyed it, but it just, I didn't care enough to go out and. and one of do these? It.
0: One of these days, uh, snip it off. Check out the final uh, episode. You know, if it were
3: on the Netflix, maybe I'd do it.
4: Oh, so
0: my final answer, the restaurant I would take a girl to from a video game, is the, the Enertron. From Chrono Trigger, where you go in from the year 2300 AD, where you enter the machine and you're rejuvenated but still hungry. That's where I would take her because that is the perfect indicator of where the relationship is
1: going to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's my final answer.
3: Perfect. Uh, Brandon, good.
1: any closing thoughts?
3: Um, I would take them to the kitchen from Box Revenge. It's on a ship. Oh, really boat kitchen! Oh, bad, oh funny cooks kid. walking around. Yeah, yeah. It, pretty entertaining. I think we'd have a lot to talk about in there. That's my. You, would, you wouldn't
2: be able to eat though, because it's pretty sure
3: they. No, no, meat. they have fruit. They have fruit. Oh, okay. Yeah, heck so, a, heck a, heck oh, yeah they got melons. They got grapes.
1: Okay. All right. We are now debuting what may be a regular segment. Uh, I'm calling this custom soundtrack. Oh, um, C S T. Yes, yeah. as opposed to O S T. This, yeah, is an, this is an unoriginal soundtrack. That that Wee. could be another name for this, USD. Uh, so what this is, is I give you a video game, and you take Thanks. out all the music, and you put in licensed music by actual musical artists, which fit the mood of the game, uh, maybe injecting particular uh, pieces into particular parts as you see fit. You can be as detailed as you like. I, uh, oh, and, man, okay. Look, first game we're doing this with is Gears of War.
3: Oh, baby! yeah, of War? Well, it should gonna... all be corn, Just corn. Is... <laughs> no!
0: So we're trying to make the game cool with the music,
3: right? Oh, yes. I get it.
0: Because Gears of War's got some kind of grody music. Yeah. I would want to get some of the tracks from the original Quake soundtrack on there. <laughs> Just blown out Trent Reznor weird uh, guitars and stuff. That he did for that, but that's a joke. I would put some Boris in Gears of War. I would mm-hmm. put some of the harder Boris songs. Gears of Boris.
4: Yeah, Gears yeah, of Boris. Boar. Gears I
0: am
3: I'm, I'm on board with Boris, and you know I <laughs> yeah. would actually like to have uh, some uh, some Gamelon music in there, like when when the locusts show up to to kind of. Emphasize their otherworldliness because uh, gamelan is like some of the stranger music that you will that you will hear, and uh, I mean it comes from Earth, of course, but uh, who knows? Maybe aliens. Yeah, it's probably happen. what alien
0: music sounds like. Yeah, I I also like. Uh, okay, well, I think that to me, this band Medusa from Bloomington, Indiana, which is where I went to college, which is totally coincidental. This band Medusa kind of sounds like the musical equivalent of. What the game Gears of War is good at to me, which is you know,
3: I I really I when I hear too many uh, guitars and kind of metal music things in in video game soundtracks, I actually start to tune out. And I like metal a lot. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, except Medusa's metal. That's all. It's like all power chords, no solos uh yeah. really simple riffs 2 minute songs that you could you could kind of work into some loops uh, minimal vocals uh and it's just these really good chugging kind of catchy almost 8 bit nintendo cat level of catchiness guitar riffs that are really simple and i wouldn't mind playing a shooting game that had music like that especially cuz gears of war is so so like compact and straightforward in the type of game it is. It's like there's those guys and they're over there and they're hiding so you can't get them. So go over there. And it's like, it's just good kind of thinking music. I mean, I listen to it while working. So it's like, I feel like that could work. Comets on fire. I'd listen to Comets on fire. uh, Yeah. yeah. I
3: I would put Vaz in there as well. If we're, if we're going this direction, that's it. They're kind of Comets on fire. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Contemporaries, but yeah. Uh, I would do that. Some, but li- actually, so maybe instead of the Gamelon music, since we're clearly making a guitar album, put Lightning Bolt in there for those guys.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of Lightning Bolt tracks that would work pretty well for yeah. for weird for weird stuff. And there's a couple of Lightning Bolt tracks that would work for uh, you're just kind of chugging around shooting.
4: Yeah. If for... only
0: if only Lightning Bolt would score a video game that was like
3: designed around Lightning Bolt's music. That would be really cool. It would be really cool. Yeah should make that happen someday.
0: Yeah, I wonder if I've already started talking to them about it. That would be cool.
3: Oh, I see. I, well, I yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, uh also I probably for, haven't. No. But uh, yeah, but the 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 slower the slower uh kind of there aren't that many, but there's like right when you start out and you're in the prison and it's kind of slow and weird. I would play some uh, Leviathan. I, I like. I like. Oh, the, I like Leviathan. Yeah, just some kind of like murmury weird. What, what would you
1: guys play for the? What would you guys play for the final encounter with uh, General Rom on the uh, speeding train? The Cheers. Oh man. Yeah,
3: Cheers. Yeah. The
4: cheers is really yes. good. Yeah.
3: Actually, I was I was wondering what we should play for the. The dumb joke song at the end with Coltrane.
0: I don't think uh, General Rahm knows your name, though. I think he just considers you a filthy human.
3: Mm, so, yeah, so, think, yeah. what right. makes
1: it ironic. I
0: don't I think don't, I'm glad son.
3: you came. How about
2: Three's Company?
4: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> How about, uh,
2: it
4: is you dumb, dumb and him.
1: Yeah.
3: It is you no, dumb and him. Song. Yep. Um. Actually, maybe maybe just the Seinfeld opening sting over and over How
1: about
2: uh, a that should be okay? the
3: bonk soundtrack <laughs> The Seinfeld
0: opening should be the Bonk soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> probably true.
1: Just that over and over again. The it time. would be really
0: cool if somebody hacked Super Mario Galaxy to replace all of the Mario whoa, hoo yippies with, with just ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum
2: sounds.
4: Yeah. Wouldn't that be great?
0: <laughs> and randomly the uh, the
2: screen yeah. from that, that prototype Mario 64 video. <laughs> hey,
0: Porter, if you're watching this, <laughs> put, some, put some of those in the video ball. Let's just make it so every time you spike a ball it makes a different... Uh, Seinfeld.
1: <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld.
3: Seinfeld mode in <laughs> Make yeah. a. I would love. I would love for Princess Peach to just be voiced by Seinfeld.
4: Yeah. <laughs> what's, <laughs> the, what's, the the with, what's
3: the deal with? the jumping?
2: Anyway, the the actual answer for the final encounter in Gears of War, in all seriousness, is uh, Jingle Bells with cats. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jingle uh, cats. Jingle cats. Cat. I I would, I like I would think stuff. Carol of the Bells with cats.
3: Yeah, I think
1: that would be a better ending. Yeah. That, would, that would be hot and fresh.
3: Someone <laughs> someone's That'd done
1: that, right? That'd be hot
3: yeah. and ready. Okay. Hot and ready. H and R. I
1: think that I think that's Gears of War. Uh,
4: hot I, this and ready a block.
1: Se- this is a great segment, guys. I think we'll do it again. Uh, yeah, I like that. We'll be, next topic. What <laughs> is?
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. I know what it is? Uh, go check those out, listeners. Uh, our next topic: What is the most independent video game?
0: The most independent video game.
1: Uh... <laughs> this sounds like a pretty funny,
0: like, like movie
2: plot, like a short film. The that's most a, independent. of search, the search, the search for the most independent video game. <laughs> yeah, out.
1: that's the indie game. The movie should have been
2: about. <laughs> indie by, a game. The movie you so, showed you showed your brother not independent enough his his opinion <laughs> changed the outcome of the game
3: so we we have to figure out like what we mean by indie, I guess, but I'm just gonna throw this one out there because, it's not indie
2: it's independent,
3: okay, independent well still I'm gonna throw this out there i I guess oh if it's not indie then that's that's different, but i'm gonna say yeah. this one anyway, just because yeah. Um, there was that game that that fella made that uh, had only 1,000 lives, and you could gain lives uh, as well, but you could lose them, and there were only 1,000 lives, and after those were gone, the game would end forever, and it would destroy the source code of itself, and it were would just Glitch Hiker? Is that what it was called?
4: Yeah. yeah. I know that game.
3: Yeah, that game. So that game was... In the indie spirit, that was, uh, you know, it had it had the right amount of pretentiousness. It had a cool idea that it actually executed well, and um, it was like a concept, and it was an art thing, and it and it did what it was supposed to do, and and like the last guy playing was just desperate to keep the game alive, and it was uh, that's interesting. So there,
2: that's okay. That is the most indie game potentially. Yeah, Um, potentially. Most independent would have to be something made entirely by one person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with, like, almost no input, if any. Cave story? Uh, mm, well, I, I would imagine Pixel probably, like, showed its people and got feedback, you know? Um, the most independent would have to not be that. It would have to be someone just in their room
4: doing Wait, so this with zero feedback. We wouldn't then, know about it.
3: Right. We, we, we would never have played it or heard of it so it's very right. difficult to uh, but uh, there
2: there are games that exist that are playable that probably had zero eyes on
3: them before going public oh so there's this one game that I'm thinking about that was some kind of thing with a frog um, and the guy okay he did have I guess he had a little input but he it was like an Xbox Live indie game and he was he he had spent like $50,000 of his own money making it explik and then X-Blake, it was n- yeah. it was not uh, yeah i don't say that and then it was not very good and it came out and he was really upset that nobody liked it and he'd spent all this money on it and it and he said it was a completely original game that would change how you thought about games forever and it was it was like i think it was just arkanoid with a frog or something something like <laughs> yeah. that but unfortunately i can't i can't remember all the details but that was uh it was definitely an example of a game where nobody outside of his brain had been asked for any input on whether this should happen yeah that's uh, pretty independent but in in a way like rage by id software was pretty independent because you know, they thought they thought and said publicly that they had made the most amazing thing and they had done all these awesome innovations, but it seemed like nobody had actually asked them any questions or pushed back on anything because then it came out and everyone was like, "lol." Um, but it's uh, that's that it was made by a whole bunch of people, so it doesn't count.
0: I think when we're talking about independent, we're talking about that. I think I think Cave Story is a pretty good, like, jumping off point for saying mm-hmm. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: this one guy came home from Hey, what about
3: and... Kenta Cho's games? Kenta
0: Cho's it. games, yeah, there's, yeah, those are, I, I was I was going to get to those. Uh, like, but readage. I think, I think uh, Cave Story's really cool because it was one guy working a job as a software engineer and mm-hmm. coming home every day and working on his game for like an hour and then going to bed, right, for seven years. And then he released it, and people freaked out. I feel like that's the definitive yeah. indie game. And that there's an indie game, the movie, and it's not about that makes it even more indie.
4: Indeed. <laughs> it makes indeed. it more indie,
0: indeed. <laughs> it was so independent that indeed. it was basically his hobby, you know? yeah like like it it was not he did My not hobby. intend to make money at all. he was perfectly financially independent of his own game that's yeah. how independent it was. it was just for fun and it was also great, and people liked it and I think it's one of the best games ever made and there it is, you know, and I mean maybe it's become un In the last couple of years, because they've putting it on stuff, he sold out. Yeah, I don't think he sold. Well, I don't don't actually think he sold out. Yeah, yeah. The word "sold out" is what he did, right? Like literally. But uh, at the end of the day, what he did was years after releasing his game, decided to make games for a living and quit his job, right? That mm-hmm. like that he that he went almost ten years before quote unquote selling out uh, is pretty awesome, yeah. Right, like like by, like so yeah by virtue like literally he did sell out because he was making zero dollars off his game and then he decided to make money off of it years later. That's great to me. So that's cool. I would say Cave Story is the most independent video game because it's important and it's real. Also, Out of This World is a similar game. That a dude yeah, made by himself, but he did make it for money. But well, he made it he also, all by also, himself.
2: Well, didn't he kind of submit it to a publisher that gave him feedback? He
0: did. He did. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, they. Or... But you know, you know how publishers were on Amiga. In yeah, the they're, early like, 90s. It
4: they're like nineties. They're like, crash
0: yeah. I can't <laughs> get it to crash. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, we'll put this on some
3: discs. We'll nail yeah. this to the wall. Which we'll is buy, we'll buy some
0: discs for you. They put yeah, it
3: in the a bag and really wall.
2: We really got to... Actually, the three of us just sit down and uh, familiarize ourselves with the Amiga. We got to do it.
0: Oh, I,
3: yeah, I, I've been true. doing that cow. myself
0: uh, with... Yeah. Uh, uh, Bennett Foddy was uh, kind enough to make a list... Oh, um, right.
3: I wanted to see that
0: list. ...of Amiga games that I should play.
3: Oh, and, I, c- I, c- uh, I can list a
2: few of those, too, because my dad actually had an Amiga. I have some oh. knowledge.
0: Oh, well, Bennett Foddy... Uh, I, as we may have known from the time he, the times he was on this podcast, which he berated us for not knowing the Amiga, in addition to playing all the TurboGrafx NES, Super NES games, he's also played basically hundreds upon hundreds of Amiga games, and uh, he's like, yeah, I played this game for 12 hours once. It's really great. And it's like, his his idea of having played a game a little bit is, I played this for like 14 hours one day (laughs) it was pretty good and it's like so he wrote me a list of games that are still great right now that i should play and i've obtained all of them and uh i've played some of them and i I mean to stream them and then i just never stream them but uh yeah some of those are pretty god darn independent i would say because it's all just one dude making a game in his Mm -hmm. parents attic and yeah a bunch of those were that's fair yeah
1: Let's move on, but, shall we?
0: But yeah, I would say Cave Story is the better example.
1: Move. Uh, or why,
0: why not Quap? Quap is a pretty good example of an independent game. It's got yeah. hundreds yeah. of millions of hits. Hundreds of millions of players.
3: It's a heck of players.
0: Yeah, it's like more than any kind he of He probably
3: showed that to somebody, though, that Bennett Foddy.
0: He showed it to, to who?
3: To who? But You don't is... think he showed it to anybody before he uh, put that out there?
0: I mean, I think he just kind of flopped it out there. I agree. Like,
2: what feedback could he get? <laughs> you know,
0: like it was, it was just
1: like was, one uh, simple idea that he yeah. executed. Is this ridiculous it, enough?
0: He probably he made it in like to, a day, right? He was trying to make a game about running, and then he's just like, "Oh, uh, this is hilarious," and then just put it out there.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, which video game princess is most competent in governance and diplomacy?
0: Hmm, hmm that's a good question. Well, Princess Peach question. definitely has yeah. all of the assistance you would expect. She's yes. even got like a guy with a little beard and a cane. You know, she's even got that guy. You need yeah. that guy.
1: A major you know,
3: though. I'd say there are a lot of princesses like in uh, in Light Crusader, f- for example. Princesses oh, that yeah. you just you pretty much just meet them and they're like, yeah, you gotta go do this stuff. And then and then that's it like all they do is tell you what to do so those ones are probably the ones that are mo- best at governance and and and, and whatnot because they they're not captured they're not away from their role they're just mm-hmm. doing their stuff so so, the, so the, by
2: default a video game princess that can avoid being captured is probably best at actually being a princess i would say so yeah
0: yeah so the princesses well the they're captured but the princesses at the end of the levels, the worlds in Super Mario 3D World, they're these little tiny pixie, androgynous, uh, but, uh, f- you know, f- feminine but slightly androgynous pixie things that are captured in bottles. And they're princesses with little crowns. And when you free them, they build you a tunnel to the next world. So they're good at public works projects.
4: That's I would true. Say.
0: Right. And uh, also, Zelda in the Zelda games is usually pretty smart mm-hmm. uh, when she's when she's uh, disguised as another like character. So when the game when a Zelda game shows you a female character with uh, blonde hair uh, and her name isn't Zelda, she's probably Zelda. Right. But uh, which that, spoilers. yeah, that's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> but uh, uh, she's A-B-A-B. usually usually a pretty smart person. Like in uh, in Wind Waker, she's a pirate captain. Mm-hmm. who's got like a, yeah. a crew of loyal pirates on her team.
3: They don't know she's you a know. princess. And she's, she's not really real, governing very well. if she's, But she if she's is, cool though, because she's, is on a, she's on a
0: quest to save the world. So she's and like... She does she save the world. She really. managed to, di- to diplomat these, uh, these pirates into helping her save the world without telling them that she's a princess. Mm. That's pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty,
0: that's yeah. pretty good. And then in Wind Waker she's a, a hardcore kind of person fighting and killing people.
1: Yeah. And in Ocarina of Time, she's kind of looking through the window saying, Yeah, that Ganondorf to something. Or not in Wind Waker, right. I,
0: meant in a, yeah, I meant in uh yeah, I meant in Ocarina of Time. When yeah. she's she's uh she's the uh, the androgynous blonde haired character right. that turns out to be a lady and then as soon as she reveals herself as a lady she gets kidnapped. Right. Because so that's, that's not what happens uh, as,
3: as they do. Not very good.
0: Yeah, it's not. But right up until then, uh, then wow, I really messed up a word there. <laughs> right up until then, she's pretty, uh, pretty cool.
4: Maybe that's trouble. Thinking of be of- trope
1: savvy, she realizes that women in video games get kidnapped, so she pretends to be a guy so she avoids it.
0: Best princess ever is uh, the princess from Landstalker, Princess Lana. Uh, right, because she's really smart and cool. Oh, and, Lana uh, Stalker. And she yeah. doesn't get stalked. Well, no, no. She's actually also the character from *Lady Stalker*. So, yeah. and La- *Lady Stalker* is her and her cook and her uh, her advisor going on a quest to save the world. And if you can get a cook and an advisor to help you save the world, you know you're pretty good at diplomacy. I'd say. At
3: princessing, yeah. You're I'm having good. trouble of. Th- I'm having trouble with thinking. Well, having trouble thinking of princesses that are. The kind that I was describing, which are just the ones that tell you what to do and and keep the kingdom together, because right. most most of the time you meet a princess, she's either getting stolen or or she's on your party and she she you know her dad doesn't want her to go, but she's like I'm gonna do this anyway because I'm my right. own lady. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm a
2: uh, princess. Like, like like Garnet in Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. Was... And I'm
3: and I'm having trouble thinking of a, a princess that isn't like that. Be- princess just does her darn job, right? Yeah, right. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. the job princess, and that's what I'm yeah. trying to find here. Job princess? Job princess.
0: Yeah, I like job princess. <laughs> job, yeah. job princess
1: is from Adventure
2: Time, right? There's, there's a job princess? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. No, but I, c- I kind of think of Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time as kind of the example of a yeah, diplomatic... Yeah, she's a good princess. Yeah, I, yeah. So, the,
3: you know, I was going to say her, but it's cheating. There are games with her in it, but right. yeah. it doesn't really... It's it's cheating. So, you know, that is who I was going for in my brain as a good example of a princess who j- pretty much just holds it all down. She makes some mistakes sometimes, but uh, but she's got it under control overall. Mm. Um, but a video game equivalent, it's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I can answer this question with yeah. a name. I might be stumped. Uh, well,
1: then in that case, uh, what kind of game would you like to see which incorporates a cool princess that does her princess job?
3: Uh, some some kind of... So there, there was a, a game that at one point I wanted to make, which was where you just have a bunch of... Uh, you got a bunch of warriors, and you can... Send them down into dungeons, and they come back up and get you stuff. And you watch them quest, but you can't really help them except you can you can drop them items or things like that at, at certain times. And you know, just you've just got a whole bunch of whole bunch of um, dudes and ladies down there questing for you in in these dungeons, and then you use that to build up your kingdom. And uh, that would be like a princess in that role, being like, "Yeah, you guys go do this stuff," and uh, and then building up her kingdom with it—that would, that would make sense to me. But maybe yeah. that's not so exciting.
1: Uh, no, that—that that sounds like a good browser flash game or yeah, browser. that's
3: the kind that it was going to be.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move on to our final round. Uh, we're going to play title design, which is a thing where I give you the name of a pre-existing thing, and you have to design a uh, quickly come up with a game concept based on the name alone. Uh, this week we are doing Tom Hanks movies. Where Tom I will, Hanks. yeah, Tom I will Hanks. name a movie that Tom Hanks is in, and uh, Gee, you have to. Thanks. Yes, yeah. and you have to come up with a game based on that name. We yeah. shall begin with Castaway.
4: Castaway. Castaway.
0: Well, you're, uh, uh, you're you're a guy, and there's dudes who are just like throwing garbage at you, and you have to keep throwing it out of the area that you're in so you have to cast the garbage away from yourself because the title of the movie Castaway is two words not yes. one word so it's not about a it's not necessarily about a guy who's trapped on an island it's about ah, one, one yeah one okay. I actually think Castaway's a good movie and I, I after seeing it uh, once and then seeing it again several years later I was like wow it's a good
3: film right. the end Cloud yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I was just gonna say Lost in Blue, and that's your answer. I was thinking also thinking. Of,
2: well, I was gonna say Survival Kids, but same thing. Throwing
0: yeah. things, just getting them out of the place where you are, right. pushing. Cloud, it.
3: Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Well, so it would be it, a, would...
0: it would be a that game company game where you're manipulating clouds and you're trying to draw something. Trying to draw. Except, except
2: you're not manipulating like clouds in the sky. You're, you're manipulating cloud from Final Fantasy.
0: Oh yeah, and then you have to fight Genova at the end. Yeah, right. And uh, Uh, he has a map, and that's the end.
1: Uh,
0: Big. Big is uh, Super Mario Brothers, uh, where (laughs) where you every mushroom you get makes you twice as big, and uh, eventually the the camera just keeps panning out. Why can't they make a Mario like that, where every mushroom you get the camera zooms out, and
1: and, the level uh, is designed to yeah the
0: level. Yeah, the level is designed to have a whole bunch of different exits, just based on the number of mushrooms you get. Get
1: yeah, on that, it! That's really cool. Uh, get uh, the on it, Nintendo. The Green Mile.
0: Oh, the Green Mile. It's uh it's an endless runner.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. it's just End- green. <laughs>
3: uh, Every, it's it's a
0: a runner set on a golf course. You
3: know how uh, Snoop Dogg really likes making those those iPhone apps these days. So oh, okay, it, could, yeah. it could be an endless runner with Snoop Dogg, and all the power-ups are weed.
0: And it takes place on a golf course. And it's, he, it's not mile. Snoop Dogg, he's Snoopzilla now, okay? He changed his <laughs> name. He is actually Snoopzilla. I, I was thi-
1: I was thinking uh, one of those uh, launch games where you try to launch a thing as far as possible, but with a golf ball.
0: Mm. Like a Stair Dismount, or not, wait. Yeah, one of those games? Yeah. Nanaka uh, Crash?
3: Nanaka ter- Crash. The, the Terminal. terminal.
0: The terminal? Oh, it's just about. Uh, uh, it's a whole game. It's like a browser game that takes place. Uh, or not a browser game. It takes place inside of like uh, a Mac terminal. Like <laughs> like the, the, the terminal console pop up where you have to enter commands uh, to try to hack like an imaginary computer.
1: That was and, the uh, best part was, of the Matrix was... video game.
2: I, I was thinking something like our twenty four hour game from earlier, where you're playing from different uh, Rashomon style perspectives, but in an airline terminal. So, someone working at the cinnabon, someone who's uh, you know a passenger visiting family, someone who's yeah.
0: like a gate check person. I, I had um, an idea once for a Shenmue set in an airport, and I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, that could I,
3: be this game. I had a, mm-hmm. a, a sort of similar idea to Tim's, where you're basically just forced to play. That minigame from the first uh, Bioshock. Oh man, Bioshock forever! More like it.
2: Which minigame was in the first Bioshock? I don't well, remember. there we were, were these terminals, Pipe Dream one. Yeah. Oh, the the hacking thing. Yeah. Okay, it was yeah. really bad. Yeah. 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 It's like some Steam student hacking.
0: Steam hacking. Hmm.
1: Uh, Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it's uh just it's like a Grand Theft Auto, like a true crime. Uh, streets of L.A. sort of game, except it's Philadelphia.
3: And you're yeah. playing as Tom Hanks. And
0: there's, yeah, and you're Tom Hanks, but you have to become a boxer, like Rocky.
3: And you have to, uh,
2: actually, and it turns out that you're, uh, uh, one of the couple guys who are up to no good
0: making trouble in the neighborhood at the end. Yes. There, there you go. Uh,
1: and angels and Demons.
0: Oh, well, this is a very simple game. This would just be like a cave shooting game, where you choose to be an angel or a demon, and if you're an angel, mm-hmm. you're shooting demons. If you're a demon, you're shooting angels. What? I mean, there you go.
3: And your ship is a sexy Tom Hanks. Yep.
4: Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: No <laughs> matter what.
4: Got <laughs> You've got mail.
0: You've got mail.
2: Oh, I've always wanted to make a, a game that like takes place on the old internet. Yeah, uh, like I was just hack- going to say. But, like the hacker games. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I still don't know what the game is,
0: but like it would, it would be that. It would, it would be... It would be be like like a
2: 640
0: by 480 AOL-style browser. AOL, it It would... Yeah, it would just be like a mini AOL with, like, a world in it. Yeah, Uh, exactly. I I used to make... Like, back on on AOL, in the days of AOL, the the day-O-L, I used to make a whole (laughs) bunch of profiles, right? And I had a whole bunch of profiles, and all I did was just, like, chat with people and pretend to be somebody else. It was awesome. So it's like, why not make a game out of that? Have you played that Red Shirt game where you're... uh, you're a person on a space station and it's like a fake It's the game is its own self-contained Facebook browser that has all these uh, it just came out recently, it's pretty cool uh, I would like something like that for You've Got Mail but my submission for this is uh, just a beat up just based on Tim, the game, actually based on if, the game
1: Tim, if your idea of a good time is pretending to be other people I have no idea how you got into video games
0: Lord. When you say beat him up
2: based on the game, do you mean beat him up based on the movie? You've got I think yeah, based, a
0: game. beat him up based on the movie, yeah. Where you're okay, just I've Tom Hanks it. and you're just punching dudes in the street, <laughs> 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 and They're like asking. that's it. You've <laughs> got man. And the final boss is Meg Ryan. you have, have <laughs> to press up at
2: computer terminals to like recharge right. yourself, and it, like, and it says you're Robin Merrill, and then you're is yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> full. And then, and then, and then, and every email is like, <laughs> "I'm at the Empire
4: State Building now."
0: And you have to go yeah. there, and you just have to like keep going, and then you have to, like you have to keep finding a computer, and then eventually, like when you meet her at the end, you like she uh, pulls out a knife, and it turns out she's a murderer, yeah, and she's like a terminator, and you have to kill her, and then the real her appears, and she's like, "Yeah, you defeated my terminator. Let's bone."
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's the end of the game. Then well, after the, the credits, idea. there's a
2: secret ending of them like being a uh, really awkward in person in Central
0: Park I, yeah. wa- I want to go ahead and say that I've watched the movie You've Got Mail about 10 times with 10 different uh, uh, people in Japan <laughs> so it's like they love that movie over there the yeah. end
1: That's catch me best. if you can
3: catch me if you can another runner it's another endless another runner,
0: runner but you're, you're chasing somebody
3: yeah, yeah. Right. actually it would, it would be pretty fun if it were like Sonic R uh, oh Sonic R Yes, yeah, Sonicer. Sorry, watch your it, language. You got,
4: you got more. Uh,
3: you got more of a, a it, It's not on rails. You're you're running a track, and there's a bunch of secret stuff. I would I would play that.
4: All right.
0: Yeah, I'd Splash. play that. Splash. Oh, this one about the mermaid. You're just yeah. punching dudes underwater, and eventually <laughs> you're gonna punch a mermaid. <laughs>
4: it turns out mermaid she's a robot. Punches.
0: It turns out she's a robot, and then she's like, "Thanks for killing my
1: robot." <laughs>
2: Unlike awesome. I'm I'm like the other one, though, this one has an art style with giant
0: heads. I want giant
2: heads.
1: Yeah, okay. well, I think you've got
0: male could have big heads.
1: Yeah. Oh, the, money, the Money Pit.
0: Oh, The Money Pit <laughs> is... Uh, it's a, it's it's a, a Scrooge, it's a Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say, first of all, it's a triple-A game. <laughs> yeah, you never know when something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah.
4: You'd never know it. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's comedy right yeah. there. It's uh, a console game
1: we sell at Walmart. Uh, e- editor Blaine Brown's uh, Splicon, Statler, and Waldorf laughing over there.
0: Yeah, that's From good. I'd Blaine like that one. Sure. sure. I'd okay. like that one.
1: Okay. Uh, and our final is Sleepless in Seattle.
0: Oh, it's a game uh, where... Oh, you, this sounds great. Wait, this is... Sorry. That's our 24-hour game where you can't get yeah. uh, the yeah. straight through.
2: It's... Uh, uh, I see it as an RPG, like like a sixteen-bit overhead RPG. Uh, uh, but like, yeah. I think I think I think I'm tapping into your homeless Japan RPG when I'm thinking that. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's gonna be cool. Yeah. But like I'm just visualizing that in Seattle because the homeless people in Seattle are very distinct and interesting. Versus, I, I
0: was in uh, the Seattle airport a couple weeks ago, and uh, they have shirts that are like nightgown, night shirts for women that say uh, "Sleepless in Seattle" on them. I'm like, not even kidding.
4: That's like
0: that's that's what really a bad.
1: lame souvenir.
0: So it's a game about uh, nightmares. You, you, you have to navigate your nightmares that take place in the city of Seattle. They're surreal, and you can't
1: sleep because of these nightmares. There you go. Uh, that sounds pretty good. It's awesome. This I've got. has been episode 70 of the Insert Credit podcast. We did 70 of these guys. And that's a lot of them. Wow. Yeah. Wahoo! That's a whole bunch. I, that, it's something to be proud of, I think.
3: Don't tell uh, me what to do,
1: don't,
0: <laughs> don't tell me what to proud of.
1: I, I I want to thank Blaine Brown, our editor, for editing these every week. Oh uh, B Brown. Good old yeah. Brain. Uh, yeah. we're coming up brain. on the end of the year, guys, so uh, Brain
3: blown. <laughs>
1: yeah. Frank. <laughs> I've you been calling that that joke that... every Wait, week. Frank,
3: Frank, I've made that joke so many times. Did you I never know. listen to that joke? I guess not. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Frank, we've been making this joke for months. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so uh, it's the end of the year, guys.
3: Welcome uh, to the what, podcast, Frank.
1: What I, what I want you to do, uh, guys at home, is I uh, want you to I'm email at podcast at com and send me in not only your votes for best game of all time, which I've been asking you to do for a while, but also send in your votes, now that a significant amount of time has passed, for game of the year. And G-O-T-Y. our podcast this year will be, uh, you know... Uh, stuff permitting, because these things sometimes get delayed, so the last podcast this year will be us breaking down the best games this year based on your nominations. So send those in as much as you can, and uh, pressure your friends who listen to the show to do the same. And if your friends don't listen to the show, make them listen to the show, and then then kill them. them. Yes, and then kill them. And then it turns out they were the robot clones, and you can bone their actual Friends because uh, they were being. And, uh... and
2: that's how you can have sex with all of your friends. Yeah, that's Heck the response you can take. Into-
1: yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> that cheat codes from Frank Zivaldi. <laughs> how to bone your friends.
4: <laughs> Friend boner. Bone
3: with friends.
1: Uh, you can go to uh, Com <laughs> to check out our old podcast, or you can go to iTunes leave us a review. Uh, you go to facebook.com slash to catch up on the latest of what we're doing. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Uh, Brandon's at Necrosofty. Frank's at Frank Cifaldi. Tim's at 108. Uh, That's that is stuff you can do. Make sure you keep your eyes on the horizon for cool games like Gunsport and Video Ball because yeah. those are games that our panel are working on. And we'll be great. <coughs> oh. Or currently are great. And when
2: I, I have play. a game I can talk about, I'll do that.
1: <laughs> Please do, Frank. I'm looking forward to your game. Yeah. I, I I really want I really want you to make a game, Frank. I, okay. I want this to be the club of guys who make cool games and me. All right,
4: uh, I'll do my best. Wahoo!
1: Yeah. Uh, so until next week, folks, send in them votes and we'll hang out again. I'm Alex Jeffy.
3: I'm Frank Spaldy. Hi. Are you Tim doing Rogers? Hi Tim. I'm Brandon Sheffield.
4: Hi. Uh, and now you're playing with podcasts. Podcast over. Yeah.